Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You may visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at WealthySistersMedia.com. That's S-I-S-T-A, excuse me, S-I-S-T-A-S, Media.com. Wealthy Sisters Radio is where we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we'd love to provide you, that dynamic listener, with inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your life and business right now to have that positive impact. And second, we must provide that platform to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Network. Today is another awesome Monday, November the 11th, 2013, continuing in our banner year, and this is a very special day. I want to say happy Veterans Day to everyone out there. Today we want to pause and say thank you to all the men and women who have served and are continuing to serve in the military. Our words of gratitude and expression, just the words itself cannot express the amount of gratitude that we have towards all of you for your sacrifice. We know that it takes a very, very special giving person to do what you do on a daily basis, and we don't take it for granted. And we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, because we know without you, we here in the business world couldn't continue to conduct the way we do in this free enterprise market here in the United States of America. So thank you so much from Wealthy Sisters Radio, Wealthy Sisters Media Group for all that you do. And it is our pleasure today to honor you, and in particular, women veterans. I mean, you know, we are here every week at the same time, but today it is so important to take this time out to pause and just celebrate the women veterans. So I want to remind everybody that this show and all of our other shows can be heard every week at the same time, 12 noon Eastern. So we thank you for spreading the word. And this, I promise, shall be another spectacular episode. We have a very special guest calling in all the way from Italy. So excited about that. And also Deborah Harmon Pugh, who is of Women's Veterans Rock. So Deborah, actually, Harmon Pugh was appointed as president and editor-in-chief of the Healthy Caregiver Community Foundation in September of 2000. She is a former corporate executive, a successful small business owner, and an award-winning public policy advocate for women and minority-owned businesses. As the president and editor-in-chief, Deborah leads the foundation's corporate relations, government relations, and public affairs activity. She serves as the mid Atlantic Caregivers Conference Chair for the Healthy Caregivers Family Caregivers Conference Tour for five years. And she also was the past president of the National Association of Women Business Owners in the greater Philadelphia area. And she currently serves as the campaign chair 
a women's veteran rock. So we're going to hear from her a little bit here in the show today. They've got a great rally that's taking place that she's going to be talking about today as well. I'm so excited about that. And so you know what you need to do right now. You've got to go call everybody, Facebook them, text them, tweet them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278 right now. And, And remember, find us on Facebook. You can follow us there and keep in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. You can find us at our website, WealthySisters.com, or Wealthy Sisters Radio. You can download this show and all of our other great shows there and even on iTunes. That's right. You can download it and listen to it on your smart devices. Matter of fact, go ahead right now. Subscribe to us right there. Just Google Wealthy Sisters iTunes or go straight to iTunes and put us Wealthy Sisters in the search, and you can subscribe to it, and the shows will be downloaded to you automatically. What a great way to get great information on a weekly basis. We're so excited about that as well. So we're not going to hold you long from all of our very special guests that we have on our show today. We're going to take a quick break and come right back with our special call-in. I see her. She's dialed in all the way from Italy. I'm so excited to have her on the line. So we're going to take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back with our very special guest. Are you prepared to win in 2014? Would you like to increase your business opportunities and revenue through government contracting? How would you like to expand your government contracting opportunities with or without a certification? Spend two days with me, November 16th and 17th, at Winning in 2014. Go to www.ldenisejackson.com forward slash winning in 2014. See you there. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products. From enhancing all-natural soaps, hair growth stimulating shampoos, to delicious healthy drinks, great for arthritis, we have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Well, hello, we are live here on this very special Veterans Day. Again, we want to say thank you so much to all the dynamic men and women who serve our country, have served, and who are serving here for us all abroad and all the and listen to it, but I've got a very special guest who I'm so excited. She called in all the way from Italy, my very special friend, Brenda Reed Miller. Are you there, Brenda? Yes, I am. How are you doing, Deborah? Oh, wow, wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in. We know it's a different time zone, you know, all across the Atlantic Ocean there. And I just I just really want to personally say thank you again for your service. I know you are serving there in Italy. So if you if you would just please let everyone know, you know, what your current rank is and where exactly you are today in the world. Um I'm a Sergeant First Class promotable in the United States Army. Um, I am down stationed in Naples, Italy, working with NATO. Wow. Um, 
Yeah. How long nice. have you been in the military? I've been in the Army uh, for 21 years. Ooh, 21 years. And you guys, if you were to see her, you would not guess it. She does not look older, as, as they say, a day over the age 21. I think she's just really trying to pull our leg there. <laughs> you've been taking care of yourself for all those push-ups you've been doing in the service. Absolutely. That's one of the benefits of being in the military. You always uh, stay physically fit and always have a gym available to use. Yes, yes. Well, tell us, you at these 21 years, you know, um, where are you from, Brenda? Uh, I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi, born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi. I graduated from high school in 1989, and I joined the Army in uh, 1992, October 1992. Wow, wow. And, and let, uh, me, let, me, let me go ahead and say that again. I joined it in uh, 1992 as an administrative specialist. Okay. Now, and I wanted to make sure that I get the rank right because, you know, sometimes as, uh, as civilians, we, we don't really understand order and the reverence and titles the way that we really should. And, I mean, it is a lot to be able to accomplish what you've accomplished. So tell us your rank again because I want to be able to address you properly by your rank today. I know you as my, well, my gym buddy, but I want to give you the reverence that you deserve for sure today. I'm Sergeant First Class. Sergeant First Class. So Sergeant First Class, yes. Reed Miller, tell us um, you, that you grew up in Mississippi. What made you join the military? Well, Deborah, I've always wanted to do something more. At first I was thinking about joining the police force. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I took a step back and, um, and um, I believe it was April of 1989, they had some uh, service members come in, and they gave us a test. And so just to get out of class, I took the test, and it was I happened to be the ASAP test, the Armed Forces uh, Vocational Aptitude Battery Test that I took. And um, even though I took it, I really didn't know what I was doing. I scored pretty well, and I had a lot of people calling me, a lot of recruits calling me. And that, that's what piqued my interest in when they started talking to me about being able to travel. Uh, now, taking most of my family never left out of Mississippi, so it would it was something different um, for me to be able to go. And I told them that I would join if they can get me overseas for my first duty duty assignment, and that's where I went. I went to Germany. Oh wow! Now tell us a little bit about when you told your parents, since you said no one really in your family had um, branched out like that out of your your area. What did they say when you said you were going to join the military? Well, my mom was very worried. During that time, the mm-hmm. storm had um, kicked off, and it was you know, basically over uh, when I was talking about joining. Um, mm-hmm. But it was still in everybody's mind about going to war. We had a lot of soldiers going to war, and what they saw on TV, it scared her. Um, uh, and so she was very worried. She didn't want me to go. You know, but I assured her that I would be all right. Uh, and up until the time she passed, she, she told me that was the best decision that uh, she thought I could have ever made during the military. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And why does she feel that way? Um, what do you think? Or what what has your experience been like? Or some of the the benefits that I know you mentioned, standing fit is one of the great benefits. But you know, why? Wonder why your mother felt that way after seeing you uh, join the service and serve as many years as you have. Um, I think it's, it's because she saw me grow. She saw me grow from a teenage girl to a very responsible young adult that she could depend on in, in, in times of need. 
uh, she saw the benefits that it brought. Uh, she never thought that her child would ever go overseas or to Germany or, or go attend college. Basically, I, I got my bachelor's degree. I'm on my master's degree, and I never really paid a penny out of pocket because it's part of the benefits. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the job training, if we're talking about benefits, job training, what other job do you know is going to pay you to get a skill that you can use in the military as well as out of the military? Um, money for school. I have I have an 18-year-old son now that just started college, and I don't have to pay a penny for his college because I transferred my, my government GI deal over to him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a abundance of health care issues, and I never have to worry about it. So she, she saw all those things, early retirement, because there's not too many jobs that you want to be able to retire, and you still could possibly be in your 30s and retire from that. And um, <laughs> she saw all of those benefits and, and, those, and me reaping those benefits and, and my family being able to reap those benefits from it. And, and she, she uh, said it was uh, the greatest thing that could have happened because a lot of my friends did stay back in Mississippi, and uh, they end up with, you know, a bunch, a bunch of kids uh, and not going to school. And she just said that, you know, she's glad that I made the decision that I did for myself mm-hmm. and didn't let anybody else talk me out of what I knew was, what was best for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting that you said you said you're, um, you joined as a specialist and, and what you do now is cur- currently in what department? Well, you don't have to shoot us or anything if you have one of those positions. If you can't tell us. <laughs> well, 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 I joined as an administrative specialist, and now I am a senior human resources NCO. Now, all soldiers when we join the military, join the army, our our secondary MOS is infantry because even though my 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 job is uh, HR, I still have to be able to defend my position if I had to. Right. So we all know. Shooting, but my resident job is HR, and uh, I would tell a lot of young people that they want to join. There is there there's over 300 different jobs, almost 300 different jobs that you can join. And I would tell anybody that's joining the military, you find one that's going to benefit you, uh-huh. uh, benefit you in the military and outside the military. The only thing I can say that we really don't have in the uh, army are teachers, um, but almost any other. But we are instructors. But mm-hmm. almost any other job, you can translate it over to the civilian sector. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's powerful because, you know, a lot of times I, I talk about it um, – we, this is our fourth year now, and um, we do the veterans show. We've done it for, I think, the past three years. And I, I just remember um, growing up where I did, military wasn't, it, the town was not a military town. And the only thing I fought was infantry. And so I knew I was not a, would be a good soldier, you know. So I never really thought about the military and all of the different opportunities and jobs that um, are a part of the military, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I think, you know, a lot of times our impression or thought of the military is just the infantry part of the actual where you're um, using weapons, but there are so many different roles that the military has to play, and you need people like yourself in HR to help with personnel and and what have you. So that makes sense to look at it like that. What other reasons why would you suggest for um, young women in particular to look at the military as an option for their career path? Um, With with women, 
I think uh, in that society, and a lot of times women are looked down as to be the weaker sex because they think we're not physically capable of, of doing things. Join the military to push yourself physically to let others know and, and, and to know yourself that that is not the case. We are as strong and as capable as any other man or person, you know, on this earth. And to be part of something elite, something special, there were only about 1% of the nation served at any given time in the military. So 1% of the nation, that's a, that's a pretty elite group to be part of. And it, you learn to work as a team. You, you become more than what you think you are. Um, and so I would say that in itself, whether you stay three years or 30 years, you reap the benefits of, uh, of being a veteran, of being a military member. The, the benefit for any type of service, uh, whether you stay the 30 years in retirement, the 30 years to retire due to just a minimum three-year uh, obligation, it reaps so many benefits from, from job security to, uh, you know, veterans' preferences when it's uh, coming to um, government jobs. Mm-hmm. I really don't know any other job out there that can offer the benefits that the military offers unless you're in a Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and let me ask you, too, because um, what is the age, like, for the Army? What's the oldest? Um, what's the youngest and what's the uh, maximum age a person can actually join? Um, was, uh, you can join up to 17 when you're 17. You're younger than 17 uh, with a parental consent. That means mm-hmm. that when you're 17, your, your parents have to uh, allow you to join, but at 18 you can join on your own uh, without a parental consent. Now, it's been a while since I recruited, uh, but I think the oldest you can do now is around 34. I think that's okay. the, the age limit now is around 34, but I would have to actually check on that to make sure. Uh, I used to be a recruiter, and I, and I used to be a drill sergeant in the Army. And, uh, and in recruiting, you see how you can help so many people uh, that need, to, need something else in their life. And I would wish more people would open up to the military, more parents would be, would be more receptive to the military and, and, and not to discourage their kids, not to hold them back. That's what we do sometimes as parents because we, we feel we need to protect our children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that is natural. Well, if you've just tuned in, you're listening here to Wealthy Sisters Radio to our very special veterans celebration as we honor women veterans. And today we are speaking right now with Sergeant First Class Reed Miller all the way from Naples, Italy. She's been serving in the military in the Army for 21 years. Just, I mean, that is just such a such an amazing time, and you are young, like you said. I know we have discussed that uh, you are are. I believe this is your last assignment, or you you you'll be planning to retire soon as well. Yes, Deborah. I plan to just plan on making this my last retirement. I I love the. I wanted to come. I never wanted to work with NATO, but I wanted to come to Italy so I can take this make this last assignment and to be able to travel. I've only been here for what, three months, and I've already been to Paris, Venice, Rome. Um, and, and so many other places I plan on going before I get out and leave here just in the next two years. Mm-mm-mm. That's beautiful. Working with NATO, what an experience of a lifetime. Well, 
Sergeant First Class Reed Miller, I tell you, it's just been a pleasure having you on our show today. We appreciate you for, again, for all of your service and you taking the time out to call us here and give us a shout-out on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Any special greetings or shout-outs you want to give to loved ones back here in the state? Uh, yes, I want to say um, I should give a shout-out to all of my fellow veterans and service members. I want to say happy Veterans Day, and I salute you for all of your efforts and sacrifices that you made for our nation. Um, I want to say hello to all of my friends in D.C. I miss and love all of you, and my family in Mississippi, you're always in my heart. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Will you and your son continue to have a wonderful stay there in Naples, and we appreciate you. And, and as we said, we'll stay in contact with you. We know on Facebook we can find you there, and uh, we just, just want to say have a wonderful holiday season, and we look forward to seeing you back this way real soon. All right, Deborah, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure, and I wish you much success. And uh I hope all your listeners uh, enjoyed our conversation. Oh, yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Sergeant First Class Reed Miller. We'll speak with you soon. Many blessings. You too. Bye-bye. By now, I tell you that was just so exciting just to have her call in. I mean, this is this is great. What an opportunity um, of a lifetime there to be able to serve with NATO. So I encourage you, you know, to definitely, as she said, any parents who are tuned in and you have children who have been considering the military, to really, really open your eyes up to it and and just investigate it and just learn a lot more about it. It really, really seems to be a great way to offer wonderful opportunities to so many people. So, And, again, we want to thank Sergeant First Class Reed Miller for dialing in today. And I want to thank you for dialing in. I tell you, our show is getting it's, – it's still here. We're not uh, signing off just yet because we have another special guest uh, that I want to bring on, Ms. Deborah Harmon Pugh. She is the actual chair campaign chair for Women Veterans Rock, and uh, we're going to take a short commercial break, and we'll bring her on in a few minutes. You are listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Ladies, are you tired of searching for Mr. Right and need help cracking the man code? Do you really want to know what he thinks about dating, love, and romance? Are you wondering if the one you are with will ever fall in love with you? Then you need the Code Cracker, Jay Neville, relationship expert and life coach. Visit jneville.com. That's J-N-E-V-E-L-S.com. jneville.com. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Yes, we're live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio celebrating Veterans Day today as we honor those men and women and the women who have served and are serving in the military. Thank you. Thank you so much for your service. I want to remind everyone that November 30th is Small Business Saturday. Mark your calendar to Jump Ball on the big day and support your favorite small businesses. You can 
head to shopsmall.com for more ways to get involved. And we're proud here at Wealthy Sisters Media Group to be a proud supporter of this endeavor. You can find it again at shopsmall.com. This is the great sponsor. The founding sponsor is American Express and also the WIPP. So shopsmall.com. Visit it and mark your calendars November 30th again for Small Business Saturday. Well, we won't hold our next guest from you too much longer here. We're so excited to have her on the line today. As we well, hello. I'm telling you, we are so excited. I told you I was not going to keep her from you any longer. I'm thrilled to say hello and give a very special welcome to Deborah Harmon Pugh. Welcome, Deborah, to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Well, thank you so much, Deborah. It is my pleasure to be here. I am just so happy to have an opportunity to speak to you and get a chance to talk to you up close and personal about the wonderful work that you're doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I tell you, like minds do attract one another. And when I was able to learn about you and read all of your bio, as I shared uh, before, I'm telling you, just the fact that you have been the past president uh, of the National Association of Women Business Owners for the Greater Philadelphia Chapter, you have done so many things, and, you know, I, I just would love for you just to kind of give us a little background of, you know, how you actually grew up, where you came from, and, you know, what led you to this great path that you're on today? Well, thank you for asking, Deborah. I am living in and grew up in the greater Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm. I was raised here in a, in a family with a, a lot of brothers and sisters, and I went to college in the Pennsylvania area as well. Mm-hmm. I uh, completed my graduate work at the University of Pennsylvania. I have lived outside of the state of Pennsylvania on job-related activities, but for the most part, we call the greater Philadelphia area our home, and we live in a suburb not far from the center of Philadelphia. Oh, right, all right. So now you, I would say then for as far as since this is football season, you would lean towards the Eagles more than the Steelers? Certainly don't get me into a conversation about the Reds. <laughs> So for all intents and purposes, go Eagles. (laughs) That's good. That's good. I tell you, I always tell everyone I have never in my life um, been exposed to so many women who are very, very avid fans or active football fans. I have had to really learn a lot. Matter of fact, we had Kim Hollingsworth on our show. She actually has a group or organizations that teaches women all about football and sports as well. But we digress. Let's get back to the great things that you are doing. Um, I know uh, we're going to talk a lot about your organization, but I do want to start right now um, talking about this rally that you are currently, as we speak, hosting. This is a pre-recorded interview, and I know you have the rally that's going to be in the D.C. area on Monday, the today, as this interview is being aired. Tell us about that. Well, we are very excited about the Women Veterans Rock Rally and Veterans Day Celebration. We have been hosting the Women Vets Rock Rally in the D.C. metro area for the last four years, and we are thrilled that we are kicking off our fifth year anniversary. Wow. We began doing this uh, uh, program a number of years ago, but this year the Women Veterans Rock Rally is going to be held at the ARC Theater. 
Mm-hmm. And it's going to be uh, at 1901 Mississippi Avenue, Southeast Washington, D.C. It is a wonderful venue. It is this amazing collection of women that will be traveling down from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Delaware, New mm-hmm. Jersey, mm-hmm. Um, Maryland. Mm-hmm. We have a great group coming down from West Virginia, and we have another amazing group coming up from Norfolk, Virginia. So wow. At the Ark today, Veterans Day, and we're there from 12 noon to 3.30 p.m. Okay, so great. So the show is airing right now. So those of you who are listening and you want to really participate in this, you can hop in the car, catch the train over to the Ark. We all know where the Ark is here in the D.C. metropolitan area. And you all are going to be there until 3, you said today. Actually, we'll be there to 3.30. We open 3.30, okay, perfect. 3.30, we open with a welcome reception, and we have an amazing collection of talented women and um, other speakers that are going to be there, and we close with a networking reception and a dessert reception. Oh, dessert. Now, you said dessert. I know that got a lot of our attention for sure, for sure. What's the purpose of this rally, and what led you to begin this rally? four years ago, or shall I say five years ago now. That's right. Well, the whole spirit of the Women Veterans Rock rally and the Women Veterans Rock advocacy campaign is for us to engage women veterans and military families. We look at engaging them. We look at ways in which we can empower them, and we also look at ways in which we can uplift them and encourage them to move on to do the kinds of things that they um, dream of doing, long to do, aim to do in their post-military lives. Mm. And we have just had this um, wonderful uh, reaction and support in following of individuals, whether they are active duty, whether they are military spouses, uh, whether they are active duty reserves. So when we say women veterans rock, it's not just women veterans. We look at all women who have served and are serving in uniform. I love that, too, and the fact that you mentioned as well the military spouses, because a lot of times I think we might forget the sacrifice, not only the sacrifice of, of course, the actual military personnel, but the actual family, that spouse, the the children. So talk a little bit about that as well, because I know you um, are a spouse of a retired military uh, person as well, correct? Well, that's correct. When we look at the whole mission of Women Veterans Rock, our, our mantra is we are a coalition of women veteran organizations and women advocacy organizations supporting women veterans and military families. Mm-hmm. And remember, the way that we support them is in five primary areas. Okay. We support them in the areas of housing. Okay. Employment. Okay. Education. Mm-hmm. Financial stability and health and wellness. So. Mm-hmm. The question that you asked about considering the spouse and the family is really a no-brainer for us because as we look at individuals who are making a transition from military service into civilian life, we want to encourage and empower them to have the most successful civilian 
post-military life that they can. The way that we do this is, first and foremost, we have to create stability or a system in creating stability around their housing situation. So we're talking about children, we're talking about spouses, and or maybe extended and non-traditional families. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And stabilize so that household environment. We mm-hmm. look at employment as going beyond uh, uh, the stabilization process. Employment is what we see as the sustainability process. Okay. So once we get the housing and the family unit safe in a place where they can be productive, they feel comfortable, they are thriving, the kids are in school, people are going to college, then we need to be able to make sure that they have employment. And the next piece of that is education. Right. So we, we, we kind of bridge from one area to the next, from the housing, we bridge it into sustainable, livable wage employment, we bridge it into education for those people who are looking to advance where they are, change careers, get their kids in college, and then, of course, financial stability. And we cannot leave out health and wellness because without a healthy, well family, we don't have a productive, happy thriving family. Mm-hmm. So if you could give us a, like a, a tangible example um, of what you all do as far as the housing or health and wellness, do you have a network of, of agents that are able to help them get settled in a new place, or how does that work? We have a very broad network of of organizations, agencies, mm-hmm. faith-based organizations, nonprofit government. Mm-hmm. What's really been uh, the cornerstone of our rapid growth is we believe very much in working in a collaborative environment. Mm-hmm. We believe wholeheartedly that expanding our network expands opportunities for women veterans. As a matter of fact, at the top of this discussion, you mentioned that we are kicking off our fifth anniversary celebration. We started the Women Veterans Rock Advocacy Campaign out of the eastern region, out of the, actually, out of Washington, D.C. And when we started there, we expanded really quickly to six other states, and those are the states that are coming in to join us for the rally today. Now, in the past four years, we have grown throughout the country. When we kick off or as we kick off this fifth-year anniversary celebration for five years, we're also celebrating our network in five regions. Right now, Women Veterans Rock Advocacy Campaign is operating in five regions across the United States. Okay, so if someone, let's say that I am a a veteran and this is someone, whether they are career service, whether they serve two years, is there some type of time frame on that um, where they can participate and receive support from your organization? Absolutely not. There is no time frame. We work with veterans and military families from all eras, mm-hmm. uh, whether we're talking about Vietnam, whether we're talking Gulf State, uh, um, Gulf, um, uh, the Gulf War, mm-hmm. Desert Storm, all eras we work with. And you ask, how do we get them into the network? Well, we're working with housing programs. We have a very strong relationship with the D.C. housing program. As a matter of fact, one of our speakers here today is Ms. Adrian Todman, who's the executive director of D.C. Housing. Mm-hmm. We also have a strong relationship with the employment areas. We have the, uh, a, a, a great relationship with the faith-based community. Another one of our presenters here is uh, Dr. 
Reverend Dr. Helen Fleming. She is the pastor at the Douglas Memorial United Methodist Church over on 8th Street, and she also is the director of the Women Veterans Resources Center. So in each of the places that we talk about these regions, we go in and we work to build a collaborative network. We are the first to say, no man is an island. We can't do this alone. We have a core competency, but one thing that's a part of our core competency is we're smart enough to know we can't be all things to all people. That's the reason why we engage and embrace and build partnerships with the extended community in order to uh, uh, enhance our success. Today's rally is a combination of corporations, government agencies, faith-based organization, and we have a huge network of volunteers. The Women Veterans Rock Rally has over 350 people there today participating. Additionally, we have a, a base core of over 25 volunteers, not to mention those people who volunteer to come to uh, perform, to give words of wisdom, and to speak and engage each of our participants in, in real-life employment opportunities. So we're just real excited that we work in a collaborative environment, and that's the core of our success. Wow, that is powerful. Now, I know I've, I'm here on the website, and it's, I just absolutely love your website. There's so much information here. Um, I see that you have the resources, uh, the Veterans Crisis Line, e-benefits, and so much more, even um, the Affordable Care Act information there as well. Um, and your sponsors that you mentioned and partners, some of the partners that you have, I see WHUR, uh, CVS, uh, the District of Columbia as well. That is powerful. What, you know, for those who are listening in and they want to become a part of what you're doing, your campaign, what is it that they would need to do to actually combine or join forces with you on this great campaign that you have? Well, there are several easy ways that people can get involved with Women Veterans Rock. Our mantra is join the campaign, join the community. The first way is you can visit us on our website. We're at womenvetsrock.org. Go to our website. We have a plethora of information that um, you can, one, join us as a supporter and or a volunteer. The other ways in which you can connect with us is as a community partner or sponsor. You talked about some of our sponsors in the D.C. metro area. We are just thrilled that this year we've built a partnership with the metro. Metro is actively seeking veterans and members of military families to fill really great jobs. Go to our website, womenvetsrock.org. And for those of you who want to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We have very active social media sites. And I just got to reiterate, we have these incredible people that many of them are volunteers that help us build that wonderful website that help us get everybody engaged. And there's other ways in which they can get involved. We do a summer retreat every year in the Philadelphia area. It is a workforce and leadership development retreat, but we can talk about that later. But most importantly, go to womenvetsrock.org. Join our community, follow us on Facebook, and like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Yeah, that is, that, I mean, I am just so thrilled about what you're really doing here. It's so needed, and it's just, you know, it's just for one thing, just bringing information to the civilian community 
Um, I always say, like myself, I grew up in the Atlanta area, and we I was not surrounded by uh, the military and the force of the military and the complexity and the opportunities um, that are in the military because, you know, it wasn't that, that many there uh, in the Atlanta area. But when I moved to the DMV or the D.C. area, my appreciation and understanding um, and gratitude for the military really, really uh, increased. And so that's why I take this time every year to do the Veterans Celebration. We do the Memorial Day um, honoring of those uh, fallen women as well. So it's, it's just so important that what you're doing to bring awareness to the great men, of course, we know, and the women who serve uh, us on a daily basis, and we have no idea of what they're doing, you know, on our behalf. It's just a beautiful thing. So I, I just can't congratulate you enough for everything that you and Women's Vets Vet Rocks are doing. Well, Deborah, I um, applaud you for your efforts in trying to educate the community because the education piece is really big. And um, one of the things that has been uh, a, a part of the formula of our success is meshing the mindset of women veterans and advocates for women veterans. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier, no individual, no organization is an island. And mm-hmm. when we have our brothers and sisters who have served in uniform transitioning back into civilian life, we want to honor their um, their rich culture and history of what it is they did in uniform, whether they did it for two years or 22 years. We want to honor that. But we also have this very important component, and that is assimilating them and reentry into civilian life. Mm-hmm. And so when we sat down and came together, which was very organic, the Women Veterans Rock campaign was very organic. When we sat down and started working on this from the very first, it was an advocate for women like myself. I'm a military spouse, but I'm also an advocate for women and families. And working with individuals like Barbara Pittman at the Mayor's Office of Veterans Affairs, from the very first there was this organic union of we should be working together to educate people. And I think that the education process works really well for us with the Women Veterans Rock campaigns because when we look at um, being places, we can be able to um, engage, we can be able to talk, we can relate to women that are in professional organizations, whether a person is a business owner, owns a nonprofit, um, uh, an employer in a corporate environment, to be able to have them understand the challenges and the triumphs that women who have served in, in uniform experience. So I think that this dialogue, this public discourse about um, the success and the reengagement of women veterans can only be done and can best be done effectively when you have two sides of the equation. We want to be able to embrace uh, our, our brothers and sisters who have served in uniform in a civilian environment, but if you didn't grow up around them or if you didn't have anybody in your immediate family, you don't always know and understand. So exactly, what, exactly. 
mm-hmm. is that blended mind of, yeah, we understand and we honor what you did over here in uniform, but i got to pull you over here and have you understand this is what you need to be successful in a college environment. Deb, you know that I am a college professor, and I have seen a proliferation of students coming back into the classroom, which is wonderful. But it's not just them coming into the classroom. we got to support them and encourage them to graduate. They are different than a traditional student. They're even different from the traditional continuing education professional who never served in uniform. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we build up our success. We are a very positive half-glass-full kind of organization. What we want to do is to have people focus on the promise, not the problem. Right, right. That's beautiful. Now, I see also that you take the time to honor uh, honorees every year as well, and I, I see here the honoree of the uh, 2014 is A. Michelle gardner Ennis. Uh, she's a colonel, uh, the retired colonel of the U.S. Air Force. Can you tell us about what this is and uh, how others can learn more about that opportunity as well? Well, we are so excited about our honoree of 2014, Michelle gardner Entz. She mm-hmm. is the director of the Veteran Enterprise um, uh, uh, Center at the Veterans Administration. And when we do this honoree, Um, recognition, we think that it is critically important for us to recognize the accomplishments and the achievements of women who have served among their contemporaries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Veterans Rock Rally is not, by any stretch of the imagination, an awards program. But what we do is we have two categories of recognition. One category of recognition is what we call rising stars. And then as have this other category of recognition is the honoree of the year. We take individuals, and some of the components that we look at is, number one, did the person serve? Number two, do they continue to serve in the military community, whether in terms of their employment or some of their volunteer work? And are they giving back on a personal level? Mm-hmm. And so we look at whether they serve, whether they continue to serve, and how they are giving back. We uplift, we, we um, exalt, if you will, these individuals at the rally because we want our participants to see that these are ordinary people who have done extraordinary things, and they too can, and many of them are them. So we don't have this gap between somebody that we sit, you know, we give parade of stars where we put all these people on a pedestal. We want people to know you're sitting there, you might very well be doing something extraordinary yourself. We need and want to not only recognize that, but we want to um, 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 expose the people that participate in the rally. So we have two areas. One are rising stars. Last year we had a General Allison Solomon from Maryland. She's the Assistant Adjutant General in the state of Maryland, third in command from a military standpoint. The wow. Year before- We've had um, Raquel Riley Thomas, amazing woman who retired as a captain, and she is the owner of Mrs. D.C. America. So these are ordinary women doing extraordinary things, and we want their contemporaries to know and to celebrate them. 
Wow, that's powerful. I tell you, this time is going by so fast. We have to have you back on. We have to have you a part of what we're doing here at Wealthy Sisters Media so that we can continue to showcase the great, great things that you're doing as well. But I do, before we go, I just wanted you to talk a little bit about, I understand the Healthy Caregiver is one of the, the major sponsors, if not the organizer of the Women's Vet, Rock, can you can you share a little bit about what you're doing with the healthy caregiver and your role there as well? I certainly can. I am the president and editor-in-chief of the Healthy Caregiver Community Foundation. Mm-hmm. I have been the um, a president of this organization since year 2000, and the Healthy Caregiver Community Foundation has a mission that is dedicated to building better communities. At the core of what we do is we serve underserved communities. We have worked with the elderly. We work with family caregivers and professional caregivers. We work with women and families, and we also work with immigrant communities. Our goal is to connect and build bridges into underserved communities so that they can have an overall um, um, satisfying, high-level, productive level of quality of life. So we are building better communities at the Healthy Caregiver Community Foundation. Our foundation has successfully worked under three presidents on building community-based initiatives. We have worked under President Clinton under the Welfare to Work initiative. We've worked with uh, President George W. Bush under the new Medicare drug uh, uh, initiative, Mm -hmm. as well as the faith-based initiative. And we are proud and pleased to say that we began working under the President Obama's White House on the Homeless Women Veterans Initiative. And we started doing that in year 2009. Mm -hmm. Here in Region 3, which are the states that we named earlier, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, we began in the District of Columbia, we began working on the President's Homeless Women Veterans Initiative. We conducted focus groups in the six-state area. Additionally, we did a toolkit for those organizations and service providers on the best ways in which they can work in um, support uh, women who are experiencing homelessness and and several other things we did under that initiative. But the most important thing is we became aware of this huge gap in service to Mm -hmm. women who have served in uniform and their families. Mm -hmm. The Healthy Caregiver Community Foundation became so moved by this gap in service, we said that we need to step in and do what we can do in terms of building better communities. And we're just talking about within the women veterans community. And in year 2010, we commissioned a 10-year study. And this 10-year study was based upon expanding what we were doing in the focus groups and the listening sessions. And henceforth came our Women Veterans Research Consortium. Out of that, we built the Women Veterans Rock campaign. Most people don't realize, but rock is not something that we do because we love wonderful music, but rock is acronym or the term of the term rock like you rock you actually have an acronym for that that's right (laughs) rock stands for researching for outcomes causes and knowledge because 
started this from a very serious point, and we think that it's very serious because it was affecting not only the lives of those people who serve, affecting their children, which has generational uh, implications. And so ROCK is an acronym for Researching for Outcomes, Causes, and Knowledge. And in this 10-year commission that the Healthy Caregiver was very generous in offering um, this initiative for Women Veterans ROCK, the Healthy Caregiver is the primary sponsor, so we are just delighted to be able to have over 350 people and families at the ARC today, and it is a free community service event. We don't charge anything. We give everything that we can to uplift them, whether it's a book fair for the children, whether it's a career closet for people transitioning into other jobs, whether it's a welcome reception with lunch and refreshments. We believe that we want to uplift the military community by giving back, and the Healthy Caregiver Community Foundation has been very gracious and very generous in this regard. Wow, that's incredible. Well, if you've just tuned in, we are celebrating the powerful women veterans today here on Wealthy Sisters Radio with our very special guest, Ms. Deborah Harmon Pugh. She's the president and editor-in-chief of the Healthy Caregiver Community Foundation, and they are the campaign, she's, excuse me, she's the campaign chair of Women's Veterans Rock, and they are currently at the rally right now, right there at the ARC. We want you to go down there. They're going to be there until 3.30 today. Deborah, would you please give everyone uh, your contact information again so that they can stay in contact with you, become a part of your organization, follow you on Facebook, and just get involved in what you're doing? I am delighted to. It is very easy. You can join us at womenvetsrock.org. That is womenvetsrock.org. Please go online, visit our website. We'd like for you to join the campaign and join the community. You can do that easily by following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook. We're kicking off our fifth year. We're celebrating next year with a year-long celebration of activities in five regions. That is the East Coast region, the Gulf Coast region in Panama City, Florida, Um, the Midwest region in Louisville, Kentucky, the Upper Midwest region in Chicago, Illinois, and the uh, West Coast region in San Diego, California. Deborah, I forgot to tell you, we have three rallies going on simultaneously today here in Washington, D.C. We're marching in a huge Kentucky State Veterans Parade in Louisville, and as we speak, we have a reception going on in San Diego, California. Beautiful San Diego. Yes, indeed. I love it. I love it. This is incredible. Well, we, this will not be the last time, Deborah, that you'll come and share what you're doing with us, will it? Will you come back to share more information about your organization with us? Absolutely. You can be a part of our fifth-year anniversary celebration that we love to give you an update on all of our activities. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, congratulations to you, Deborah Harmon Pugh, and the Healthy Caregiver Community, and the Women Veterans Rock, because they truly do. Well, we thank you so much for tuning in, and if you just continue to reach out and just today, just 
tell a veteran, and not just today, but you see someone in the military, you see them in uniform, be sure just to let them know how much we really appreciate everything that they're doing on our behalf. Deborah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, and we honor all of America's military forces and veterans. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Wow, what a powerful interview. If you missed it, don't worry. You can listen to that interview and all of our other great shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's WealthySistersRadio.com. And remember, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters, and you can download the show also through iTunes. Go ahead and subscribe, and you'll be able to get that on your smart device right away every week, having our powerful episodes there for you to help you provide that practical knowledge, inspiration, and encouragement to improve your business and your life. Well, again, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. Stay tuned next week when we'll have another awesome guest. I tell you, it's a lot of coaches out there. Your life coaches, personal development coaches, business coaches. I have a show for you next week. I promise you, you don't want to miss it. This woman has mastered the coaches coaching curriculum and she's helping so many coaches in so many different areas across the world so you definitely want to tune in she has some great information that she's going to share with you next week that's miss wendy y bailey so thank you again for tuning in today and we look forward to seeing you next week and as always we wish you and yours the best of everything great see you next week bye now This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters.